Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before the episode, we just wanted to give a quick thank you to some of our Patreon supporters. Thank you, Riley, Jess, Margo, Nicole, Danielle, Natasha, and Jessica. We really, really appreciate your support. And if anyone else out there would like to help us pay for the fees that go along with this podcast, help us pay our contributors to the blog and the magazine, you can head to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek. Uh, we have rewards at all different tiers, and we really, really appreciate you. Today's episode is sponsored by Kith and Kin Travels. Dina at Kinship Vacations helps geeky families plan vacations all over the world. She takes the stress out of traveling by doing things like booking your flight, handling your hotel, planning guided tours and dining reservations, and everything you need to have a great vacation. She also understands traveling with kids, so if you're planning a vacation with a family, you definitely want someone like Dina in your corner to make sure everything runs smoothly. To book your next vacation with Dina, head to kithandkintravels.com and follow Kith and Kin Travels online. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis from Jordan Danae, and I'm here with Jesse Coronella, my friend. Howdy. Uh, so Jesse actually did the artwork for the cover of issue three of the magazine. Good fun. And most of the art of the coloring book pages that we have are from your Paracosmos project, which is very cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. And then uh, most recently, we've been doing art parties uh, at my house. Yeah, they've been <laughs> um, great. Which has been fun. So if you saw the... Uh, so Joey, who's the Jordan Janae designer, did a... Batman, Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Thor's Hammer mashup, and then Jesse did the McDonald's yeah, it was, hamburger uh, help, Hamburglar <laughs> Helper Grimace, Grimace uh, Thanos you know, mashup. Yeah, you know, something simple. <laughs> yeah, which was great. Uh, so those are actually available for sale if you uh, anyone wants to buy them. We have them on t-shirts and mugs and stuff. Totally, which is awesome. Yeah, totally. It's very much, uh, you know, kind of where we're at when we're doing these events uh, in so much that we're having fun and certainly getting creative, but also not taking it particularly seriously. Oh, yeah. Which is the best. Yeah. It's, you know, kind of whatever's floating in or out of topic at any given point in time and um, just whatever is inspiring to us at the moment we're making. But again, you know, the fact that it ends up on t-shirts and mugs occurs to me as... Uh, very funny and very cool. You know, it's awesome to see. I really I like it. it. I have the Batman long sleeve <laughs> shirt. <laughs> I really want the Hamburglar helper monster on oh. a pillow. Oh. It's so great. I think I'm going to get it. That's good. It's yeah, so it's awesome. An oven mitt, perhaps. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> an apron, sure. You know, snap the chef. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone is in or near New York, uh, we'll talk more about it later, but you should come hang out with us. It's very fun. We, we just get it. creative. You don't even have to be good at drawing. I did some, <laughs> I did some like, Pinterest drawing tutorials the first time. You don't even need to bring your own art materials. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll bring yeah. those too. So if you uh, 
uh, are finding yourself with uh, a few extra minutes in your day and you want to come hang out and you know perhaps have an afternoon drink or a snack and come draw with us, we'd love your company. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, uh, we always post that online. We'll talk more about that later too. But that's like the drink and draw parties are something that you did separately even before we started like working together. Well, okay. I guess I should say how we even know each other. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You and Joey went to college together and studied art and things. That's Um, true. Joey was one of the first uh, people actually in our social sphere that I met. Really? Yeah. I met him. Freshman year at, uh, it was this woman, Caitlin Redborg, uh, name drop, I don't know, good, positive, <laughs> uh, negative, hello, Caitlin, if you're out there. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she was teaching foundational drawing, so it was anybody who was going into the commercial arts program had to go through Let's Learn How to Draw classes, and it was super apparent that Joey knew what he was doing from the onset. Um, I mean, especially if it was drawing Batman or male superheroes, <laughs> he got that down. <laughs> it was like skateboarders. And, totally you know, skateboarders. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I don't remember what the content was, but I remember being very impressed and I was like, this guy knows what's up. Uh, and we just got to talking and we realized that we were going for the same program. And, um, you know, over the years we, um, became friends, but. You know, it's through bumping into each other over and over again in these drawing classes. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. And then you and I obviously met through him. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like... And like, actually, this is another thing I didn't think about until right now. Your wife is the person who taught me how to screen print. Oh, true. So, like, that's how all of Jordan Denae is happening now, which is great. Well, she isn't screen printing these days, but certainly that was the thread that got... Yeah, she place. taught me how to do everything that I know. So for, thank God for Kira. For her sake, for your sake, I'm glad that you found other means of production, and you know, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that our friends are collaborating. You know, it's fun to see you producing stuff, and it's fun to see our friends um, collaborating with you on that, be it in sartorial or on your products. Or, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's how everything... Oh, yeah, and you also went to college with Martin and Jenny, who sure. designed the magazine. It's like, it's a very cool circle of people all doing cool things, which is you're, awesome. You're very good at um, rallying your community. Uh, it's something that I've been uh, very impressed uh, of in the last you know few years. It's been very apparent, too. Um, you know, you've been activating all sorts of extremely talented, very able, fun um, creative minded people, uh, and even more so meeting new folks. And that's really what I think is, uh, is very cool. Um, you know, coming to your place at house parties or drawing parties, I'm always introduced to new creative folks in different kind of stretches of life. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's enviable, but, uh, even more so, I think it's, uh, uh it's, you know, it's just very impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's like a perfect segue, not even intentionally, into what we wanted to talk about, which is this, I feel like this project is like, this may actually have been one of the first like true community projects I ever saw happening. And I think it's so insane and so cool. I just want to talk about it because first it's been happening for, you said it started in 2015. It started on December 15th. 2015, December 7th. Okay. So this is like going on four years of like 
one of the wildest creative projects I've ever seen happen. College again <laughs> in the amount of time. Yeah. Well, so explain. <laughs> I guess first explain what you thought this sure. was gonna be, and then we can talk about what it has turned into. Sure. Yeah. So at college, at some point, I came up with the idea of these collaborative drawing games, and one of them that was activated at school was a portrait game. And it was a sketchbook, you know, no bigger than my hand. And it was with the rules of anybody could play and nobody could draw the same person twice. Okay. So with that, we ended up with a book of all these different portraits. And again, if one person can't sit and practice drawing themselves or somebody else over and over again, it forced people to be social. That's cool. It was. It was really cool. It took a while. It took like two years to fill that book out. Um, cause we weren't super, um, you know, proactive about completing it. But by the end of it, I had the idea, oh, it'd be really fun to do a story this way where the rule would be anyone can play, but no one can do two pages in a row. And I just sat on it for, you know, years and years and years and years and going out to, um, meet a friend one evening. It was my buddy Damon. We've worked together on some projects uh, he said, hey, like, let's get together, let's have a drink, and let's play catch-up. Sounds good? Right before we were getting together, he said, hey, I'm going to bring along my friend Alex. And I didn't know Alex, didn't know what to expect, and I figured as a good icebreaker, then was as good a time as any to bring along this sketchbook comic game. Such a good idea. <laughs> so really I, cool. I brought it, and I was like, you know, maybe it will work, and maybe it won't, but like... It seems like a good icebreaker. Uh, so we brought this comic game, and it was, again, it was like a moleskin-sized book. It's a small pocket rodeo. It was like five and a half by four inches. Um, and we started it that night. We got six pages in, seven pages in, and not even before we finished that evening, the story started falling off the rails. You know, it was, <laughs> it was us hanging out right before... Uh, the Force Awakens came out, so that was kind of at top of our mind. Uh, we were at a hookah bar. Uh, we spent a good few hours drinking. So, you know, by the end of this thing... I mean, any <laughs> project that involves, like, late nights and drinking is going to go kind of off the rails. Uh-huh. And then if everyone's doing it, sure, it's chaos. But, yeah. But it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It, so it's a 96-page book, and I want to say that it fell off the rails at page three. Okay, yeah. That <laughs> <checks out. laughs> so, in short, uh, we started with just doing like a round robin because it was three of us at a table. Uh, by the time it came back around to myself, uh, I started drawing in response to Damon's page. And I realized halfway through my page, I misinterpreted what he was drawing. So, it's like telephone kind of, or like. That's very well. The said. drawing, yeah, the drawing game that's like. Pick up from that. Nope, that's not what we were doing at yeah, all. Yeah, you misheard what I said, right. and you thought I said biscuits, not triscuits, right. or whatever. And so I thought in his. So it begins with somebody stating it's kind of this withered face, and it looks like you know like a raisin person, and they have like a skull hat on, and they say, "I got this cold twenty years ago," and that occurred to me as um, just nebulous and weird and funny and you yeah. know just bizarre and mysterious, and it would just lead off to wherever. So Alex takes us 20 years into the past and Damon brings this person up to a house and this door in the last panel cracks open. It like smashes in two and they are holding their hands together 
in kind of like a scared or panicked, you know, state. Uh, and then I picked up a, not realizing the door had broken in two <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and B not realizing that their hands were kind of being held together. And I interpreted it as they were holding an object. Okay. <laughs> so in drawing, Damon's like, what are you doing? Like the, the door is smashed. I broke that door. You can't like close it. Right. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like this guy's whole like thing. And anyhow, like halfway through my page, I'm like, oh no, I fudged this whole thing yeah. up. Like yeah. I dumped up the story already. <laughs> it's already ruined. It's already ruined. So I threw a stick in my own bike tires. Right. And I threw Jar Jar Binks in the book. Which is the best thing you can do when you're like, well, yeah, <laughs> what uh-huh. else? Let's just do Jar Jar now. <laughs> it's, you know, it's amazing. I, I, I like lost the thread at that moment of, okay, this, I, it really was. It was an act of like self-harm. I was like, well, this isn't going to work. There's no way this is going to work. And so by the end of that night, I was like kind of, well, Damon, anyway, Damon picks up from there and inserts like, a boob dick monster. Yeah. Which, like, also, from my time being around, like, any men drawing ever, it, like, always <laughs> turns into dicks. So, like, of course, it only yeah. made it less than ten pages before. Oh, yeah, immediately. So, you know, I kind of walk away from this evening like, well, that was a failed experiment. And, like, at some point... It must have been a day later or something. I was like, you know what? No, this is, I'm just going to continue this. Let's see where it goes. Uh, and Which I also think is a perfect metaphor for doing things with a group of people. Like you never, you, you have to let some bit of control go. So you can try to keep things on the rails, but there's a bit of it where it's like, if this is actually a group project, then <laughs> that's question perfect. mark what's going to happen that's next. So yeah. So, like, good on you for just rolling with it. <laughs> it's That was the lesson that I kept forgetting and relearning throughout this entire project was this is a group project, getting off the idea of, okay, it has to be a specific way. And then anytime that – it was basically anytime somebody collaborated, I would either walk away feeling super inspired or really frustrated. Because, yeah. Because I keep forgetting this isn't mine. This is yeah. ours. Uh, and so like I walked away from that first one with, Oh, what have we done? And then, you know, coming back with kind of this roller coaster ride of, Oh, somebody put in a really funny page. And then maybe three pages later be like, where have you taken our story? What have you done? (laughs) Yeah. And like, mind you, our stories about like, again, Gungans and, you know, nipple monsters and, you know, electrocuting people. And it's, it's really silly and still being attached to this idea of what have you done to this story? And, like, again, I'm talking page 80, 90. I'm still feeling this emotion of attachment. So it was a really awesome lesson in um, every time I would feel that, you know, giving myself a moment to just kind of feel it, be with it, recognize it, and be like, okay, get off it. Because not only is this the story that it is, and there's no changing that at this point, there's five, six, 20, 45 other people who've committed to this project and they're not attached to it. So in order for this community project to get out there and live, we need to continue to pass it on to other people. And then further, that's where the community gets to expand. It's if I'm sitting with the book and I've just done a page, this book literally can't function 
unless I go out and enroll somebody else to play. Right, because you can't do, I mean, doing the whole book by yourself is not. It's against the rules. <laughs> right. It's against the rules, and that's not the same project. That's just no. you making a book, which is, like, fine, but a different thing. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, looking at that, it's like, okay, I wouldn't have written this story. But also, uh, in so many times in my own life, I might write a story that I'm really proud of, but I might not bring it to fruition because I'm getting so in my own way, to yes. be totally honest. Yep. Um, and I feel like there was a ton of like value in being forced by other people to move on because as soon as two, three, four, five other people are enrolled in this, they're then asking about it. Where is it? Yeah. What's going on? And if I'm like, oh, I've been sitting on my page for a month, they're going to give me a stink eye. They're right. like, you're treating it too preciously. Like, yeah. This is not that. You did six pages in a drunken evening. Why are you fussing over this? Right. Uh, so Also, yeah. then someone else is just going to do the next page and it'll be chaos. It's going off rails. <laughs> exactly. And in, in that space, by the time this book was done, um, there was actually a modestly cohesive story, all yeah. things considered. Uh, and you know, it plays out like a fever dream, right? <laughs> but like, it still gets to an end and you're like, okay, there's characters and they have as much of an arc as you could really ask for something like this. And conversation started up about what do we do with this? Do we produce a book? Do we like, do we just digitize it? How does it get out there? And it was actually my friend Jam started suggesting, what if we turn this thing into a film? And which is insane. That's a, cr I mean, that's so cool that that's even a possibility. Cause if someone said to me, I'd be like, great. <laughs> cool idea. <laughs> sure. How? So like, that's a really cool thing that someone said that and you actually like could do it, which is awesome. I think that was a similar version of the same lesson being learned again of, okay, this is supposed to go a specific way and now it's not. And now that there are other people enrolled, how can I keep my word to bring this thing through so that not only does it get complete, but I don't disappoint people along the way. Yeah. Um, so that began as just a conversation in a car, like, hey, you have this book. And, you know, Jam is pretty astute in saying this project is something that, like it or not, is one of your more prolific projects. Yeah. it's getting done. Yeah. Uh, and like, did you ever count how many different people? I mean, that's like, a, that's a crazy thing. No, but. it's yeah. It's 45 different wow. illustrators and writers. That's so cool. Some people wrote uh, a page and had somebody else draw it. So that would count as two artists. Yeah. So neither of those people could work on the next page. Right. Yeah, so but that's so crazy that a project that like happened over multiple years, yeah. that many people, and it's still, I mean... Keep sure. going. There's still more happening, which is cool. <laughs> that's the funny thing is like now that this book exists as a completed tome, uh, we started talking to people that just kind of gauge interest and see, is there an interest in turning this into a Ken Burns style pan and scan, <laughs> yes. which then turned into, can we do a voiceover, which then turned over, can we do animations and can we, you know, a Foley team on this? And we kept getting yeses. So now so awesome. it's, it's got to be at least 60 people involved now, including the film team and the illustrators and writers. Um, and it's a work in progress to get the film complete, but we are 
in the process of developing it for a release that will line up from September to December. So uh, much in the way that this book was a response to the fact that The Force Awakens is being released, <laughs> uh, we are frantically racing to distribute this before Episode Nine. Uh, That's so weird and perfect <laughs> that that timing worked out. Like, you yeah. couldn't have planned that if you tried. We that makes no sense. It doesn't. And it's so crazy that it works. And we're going to, you know, be writing any and every social media uh, tool out there to try and, uh, you know, usurp whatever hashtag Star Wars <laughs> totally. will be using. So, you know, uh, leaked footage of episode nine. Right, right. And we'll link directly to this video and all... Everyone will be confused. Oh, it's going to be a series of rude tools to point yes. towards this. Yes. That's uh, so great. It's in flavor with the book. <laughs> I love that, though. And, like... I love that, like we were talking before we started recording, the the people who are working to bring the film together, again, it's like this kind of wild circle of people who you know completely separately who can all do different parts of it. It's like, true. We, so we know our friend Jess, who I went to university with. Jess married Connor, and Connor is our voice actor, and he's brilliant. And he's voicing... So great. It's got to be 25 different characters in this thing. The voiceover yes. actor, you know, like, role that he didn't know he was born to. Right. This <laughs> is a playground. Because you of, couldn't, like, audition for that if you tried. And it just happened. <laughs> and it's so great. Yeah, it's been, it's been very fun working with him. It's been folks at work. So we have three editors over at Wyden and Kennedy who've taken on... Um, Really, everything from editing, pacing, animation. Um, I've actually gotten like relatively close with them as a team, which has been a lot of fun to make new friends. Yeah. Because um, you have to spend a significant amount of time with someone when you're making a movie like this. Sure. and That's cool. And with anything else, I think over the course of doing this, I got reconnected to fun. If I kept bringing this and saying, hey, I have a homework project for you, Everyone's like, I don't yeah. care enough to want to do this. Yeah. So to get someone to want to do this, like, we have to have fun together first. You know, if it's, again, a night at a hookah bar hanging out, fine. If it's a night where we're, you know, out at a bar traveling around or if we're playing video games or, you know, if it's after a fishing trip, like, whatever it looks like, this book was being carried around. And when there were quieter moments when people were talking or when we were getting creative, the book would be available. And then either I would be pitching people to, hey, I think it would be really fun if you got in. Or it would be just a passive invitation for folks who are already aware of the book and say, hey, I want to revisit this. Or where are we at? Um, so, yeah, in that space, like, if I was traveling with it because I was just the designated caretaker for this object, it was expanding rings of my own community was getting involved. And then further, when people are bringing their own friends in, more and more and more and more people are getting involved. Um, and yeah. I think that, I mean, that's like the kind of mentality we've taken with the magazine too. Like mm -hmm. I imagine there's a world where Liz and I could be like, okay, we're the editors. Here are the stories we want. You have to write our ideas. But like when we say here's the general theme, like here are the rules – what do you care about? What do you want to write about? Those are the best articles. Like the articles we get, we're like, how did you even, how did you even think of this from the topic? I'm like, yes, this is amazing. It's like, I think that's really cool. It's like, do the creative project 
or do the thing you love doing that you don't get to do anywhere else. That's, that's a, very cool. That's such an awesome invitation. It uh, it reminds me of um, the rules of improv, which is yes and. That's what I keep thinking of when we're talking about this. It's really cool. Your magazine felt that way. I mean, for the you know, as as fun as working on the cover was, I, I didn't produce that considering it would be a cover image. Uh, it was in response to an article. Yeah, it was a short story that was in there. That was yeah. great. Yeah, it was a fantastic short story. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and, and in working on that, I learned just through the process of your own yes and. It's like, hey, heads up, this is going to be used in another you know larger capacity, and that occurred to me as fun and exciting. And like, again, be it a magazine, be it a movie, be it a book, uh, I feel like there's a lot to be taken from what everyone's bringing to the table because as soon as you say no, uh, someone's going to feel shut down and they just don't want to play anymore. Uh, And as long as the space is being held, uh, I think that there's a lot of opportunity for people to really bring a lot of creative energy. And even creative jobs, you don't normally get like 100% creative freedom. You know, like even when you're doing something, you still have to follow a lot of rules. You still have to like make a client happy or make your boss happy or whatever. So it's really fun when it's like, what have you not been able to do yet? Like most people, I feel like everyone that we've pitched, when we say like, what's the article that you've always wanted to write that you've never got to, or like, what's the, what's the like project that has just never fit into anything else. And I think that's a really cool thing. Great brief. Yeah. <laughs> What's your dream job? And most people have it because if you've been writing or drawing, you're like, I've been trying to make this one thing work and it just never has. It's like, wait, go ahead. You have until Do the your dream month. thing. And then that's how <laughs> everything that happens is incredible. And yeah. that I feel like it's a very similar thing, which is cool. It's like, what are you, what are you thinking of? Okay. We have a space to publish that or like a project to put that to, which is so cool. Yeah. That's super inspiring. It, I've worked on a lot of projects where I think I've started projects in that space and I've strangled them with control. And I'm grateful that uh, the community around this book has continued to remind me of how many times I've done that in the past so that moving forwards I can take some of those lessons and say, all right, where can this be applied into more serious stories. If we're yeah. working on a graphic novel, if we're working to make an animation, what can happen with these stories where there is a real heartfelt emotional arc and it's not a series, you know, of nipple jokes. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> Some projects will need a little more. Sure, finesse or, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, self-seriousness than others. But in that space, if there's a community of people who we both have such support and access to, why not support everybody by giving them the opportunity to make what excites them? And it occurs to me that taking the leadership role in that space looks like setting a stage and walking away sometimes. Yeah. And I think you've done a really awesome job of that in Sartorial, both as a magazine, as a podcast, and you know, inviting people in to come and be themselves. I think that's the coolest thing. Like, I mean... I think it's very cool when people can like be their own self and like show their own personality. Um, and I think, I think I have a lot of tendencies, like, like you were saying to like control things too much. And the thing that kind of broke it for me is 
so many of the things I need to do, I literally can't do. Mm. Like, I'm not a designer. I am not a podcast editor. I'm not an illustrator. So it's a little bit of like, I have to let you do whatever you're going to do because I can't do it. Yeah. Anyway. That's a big one. It's It's been very cool. It's been a very cool lesson in like, I have to trust you to do this. And what happens is what's happening because I, I literally can't do anything about it. And that is like a very good thing for someone who's a little bit controlling like I am to not be able Guilty to be like charged. literally can't be so yeah sure I, look, I mean here's the thing you literally could and you just wouldn't get the thing that you right. would produce I would just have to stop because I don't know how to so it, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't live in yeah. a vibrant fun professional way yeah. and like in the same way I, I'm not a video editor I'm not a sound designer I'm not a voice actor I can do those things and it would take 10 times as long yep. be 10 times less like engaging yeah. I would be stressed I wouldn't have people to be talking with about this so in the same way like I get you on the whole trust control conversation yeah. And, you know, I think that, like, something that comes out of this also is education. Uh, and, like, to me, learning, uh, it might sound silly, but, like, it occurs to me it's really vulnerable. Yeah. Because there's not a lot of things that I'm very good at, but the few things that I am very good at, I think I'm, I'm very good at. Yeah. Um, so, like, I've been drawing for a long time. I've been doing retouching, which is my day job, for a long time. Uh, I've been writing for a while. And those things, I like to think I'm quite good at, but the moment that, um, other areas need to be engaged in, I need to start asking questions and I need to be fast about it too, because I think a lot of times I'll bring in a space of implying that I know something. And I've done that a lot in this project too, without realizing it. And people will come away confused or assuming something. And if I don't say, hey, I have no idea what we're talking about like sound design. So I'll come and start that. How can you help to bring what you know? Because I'm just bringing a cavity. Yeah. Uh, and then I think moving forwards, what's you know super valuable then also is recognizing while I might be able at certain things in order to again create a space or a forum for community in spaces like illustration and writing, saying hey, I know about these things and I'm here to help in any way I could be of service, but I won't be doing them. Yeah, that's cool. That occurs to me as like next steps. Because the end goal here, again, is to be producing stories. It's to be telling stories uh, through uh, my storytelling company, through comics production. Um, be working on releasing one issue, six issue, 12 issue projects, and down yeah. the road getting funding for animations, video games, you know, fun that stuff. That's so cool. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the game. Yeah, that seems <laughs> like a perfect. Uh, time to tell people so like this project is going to be the next thing that comes out but in general for people who want to like follow you on this journey wherever it may lead what's the best like yeah what's the best place to keep in touch with what you're doing for sure so uh the company is torso uh you can follow us on instagram at torso inc uh inc uh we should probably lock down INK, but we're not there yet. Uh, That's so extra. I mean, it's cool, but sure. like, you're just so happy to get the one that you yeah. need. It takes, 
thinking about anything else. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. We'll be, we'll be releasing this project in 12 acts. It is your typical 12-act arc. Uh, we broke it down into chunks so that uh, it's bite-sized, digestible. We're probably looking at three to five minutes per episode. We're going to, uh, again, call them acts. Um, and we'll be releasing it on either Vimeo or YouTube, but we'll be loud about that beforehand. Yeah, and we'll let everyone know, too, so we'll talk awesome. about it, which is so great. Super appreciated. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, uh, do you want people to follow you, your person, you, or not so much? If they want to. My name is Jesse, and my last name is Coronella, and you can follow me at Jesse Coronella. Uh, I'm assuming that spelling will be somewhere in yeah. name or title. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. And also, if you have issue three, you're right on the oh, cover sure. page, so that's great. Yeah, you're familiar with, uh, with some of my art. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for what it's worth, uh, a lot of the uh, work that I've been creating personally has been going to my personal account. Though, I think this project is going to uh, act as a bit of a segue into posting more towards professional through Torso. Cool. And inviting other people to come play. So really, if you're a writer, if you're an illustrator, if you're a designer, if you're looking for a community of people who want to tell stories, um, Torso is building out a lot of small side projects at the moment that we're looking to make big mainstays. Uh, this book is one of them. This book, again, was an open invitation to anybody, but... This book is being produced under basically a side label called Paracosmos. And Paracosmos is an open invitation to do drawing, writing, creative uh, projects. And a lot of that stuff we turned into events. We made a book, uh, not last summer, but two summers ago. Uh, we have gallery spaces that yeah. we hosted, live events. Uh, it would be awesome to connect with you. Uh, and the next thing on our horizon after this movie is probably going to be a live event about the movie. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so what that so looks stay like. stay tuned. Yeah, and get loud about it because we're all ears. It's, uh, you know, that one's still uh, uh, just a sketch on paper. So come, come help That's us figure that cool. out. Yeah. yeah, and if you want to hang out with me and Jesse at our drink and draws. We'd love it. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's a fun, silly, loose time. So again, uh, if you're in town, uh, please just bring yourself. We got all the supplies that you might need, and we'd love to have you. Yeah. Thank you so much. This Thanks is so cool. Me. I yes. can't wait till this is available to watch. It's so weird, you guys. I just saw a sneak peek, and it's <laughs> exactly as strange as it sounds, and it's so wonderful. It's gonna be great. I to can't get wait. The, to get out in front of y'all. So. Yeah. Thanks for making time today. I super appreciate being on here. Yeah. And uh, please come visit us in person. It's so fun. It's like the, I think it's the most casual drink and draw event ever. Like one of the hosts doesn't draw, a.k.a. me. So that's the <laughs> level of like expertise you need to have coming into it. And you can tell how serious our subject matter is totally. from our yeah. Nokia phone. Yes. Um, yeah. Thanks so much, Jesse. Thank you. Follow him at Torso Inc. is the main one and uh we'll keep you updated on all the fun projects have a great week everyone Cheers. stay nerdy bye